Now my mic's on. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm sitting here with the Hill Hippie. Hello. Yeah. We uh wow, we got a new mixer. So it's it's you know, we taking us a little while to figure it all out. So now we can make daiquiris. Mm-hmm. So uh we got we got all the right mixers now. Uh EK is gonna go grab some uh we got some whiskey and some gin. And so with the new mixers, uh hopefully the audio quality is better for you. Um we're guessing it might be. And if not, the madman can get sloshed. Uh, yeah, I'm, well, I mean, that's a four. And if it's not better for you, it's better for us. Yeah, because <laughs> I can actually see EK now. Yeah. Because uh, that mic- the old mixer we had, wow, it was uh, huge. Does that make it better, though? It was huge. It takes up a it, lot less space, and visual cues <laughs> will be easier to perceive. I, I still say the random EK pop-up with those goofy little looks on your face were perfect. It's still possible. <laughs> yeah, you, you can rotate the, yeah. One of those screens, just so you can peek <laughs> over it. See, that's a dumb place to put those headphones, bro. Agreed. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, greetings, hello, and uh, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. <laughs> you nut. Uh, I want to give a special uh, happy birthday wish to a listener, Jonathan. Um, and uh, congratulations on your new baby girl. Happy birthday! Boy, EK wants to get in on the action here. And for your birthday present, you've got a couple of years' worth of dirty diapers oh, to yeah. change, a, a couple of months, hopefully less, of sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy it, friend. It I'll is vi- worth yeah, it. Yeah, I'll visit in like seven years, maybe. <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Hopefully I'll see It'll you. It'll take longer now. I hope, yeah, I hope, hopefully I'll see you, soon, see you soon, bro. Happy birthday, John. Um, uh, yeah, so um, I got handed something down by the uh, podcast gods. I have to do this public service announcement. Hi, Madman here from Shock Monkey Radio. Gangs are a serious problem here in the United States. Thousands of young lives are lost every year due to gang violence. I'm sure you've heard of all these gangs. But just in case, here is a list of gangs to avoid. The Bloods, the Crips, MS-13, the Triads, Yakuza, uh, the T-Birds, the Soches, the Sharks, the Jets, uh, Gramercy Rifts, the Orphans, uh, the Baseball Furies, the Warriors, uh, the Fraternal Order of Police, um, uh, and Volunteer Firefighters, along with many, many more. Um, um, so next time you're walking in your neighborhood and you are tempted to harmonize with a gang around a burning trash can or tempted to learn a dance number that the Jets are rehearsing for the next big rumble, think twice and save a life because it could be your own. Yes. I'm the madman from FXBG Public Radio saying farewell and be safe. And definitely got to avoid those uh, volunteer firemen. They're the worst. You forgot about the He-Man woman hitters. Hmm. They are, yeah. That's another another gang to avoid. So I, I had to read that. That was handed down from the podcast gods. It had All to right. be done. So I'm sorry. But that's, I mean, that's good advice. You shouldn't join a gang. No. I mean, I don't care. I mean, if it... It's like, uh, you know, they're sitting there and they're like doing, working out this dance number. Or they're telling like how to snap in unison. Right. You know, that doesn't take much practice. You know, you got to think, you know, you got to, you know, aim higher. You know, pick up an instrument, you know. You're a fat guy, learn how to play ukulele. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, so that's a public service na- announcement. So While in a little coat. Yeah, in a little coat. Uh, all sorts of fun. Fat guy jokes. We could be, be, be making. Because fat guys love pizza. Not and just fat guys. Yeah, everybody loves pizza, yeah. let's be honest. But fat Ex- guys particularly love pizza. Except the gluten-free community. 
Uh, I've actually had gluten-free pizza, but Danny's pizza is not gluten-free. So I think it, no, I don't know if it is or not. I don't think it's, so. It, yeah, it's too it's too much dough. It's too delicious. It's too good to be <laughs> non-gluten-free. I don't know what a gluten is, but it's tasty. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and pay the bills here. Um, Shock Monkey Radio and FXBG Public Radio is sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. Check them out at dannyspizzaandsubs.com, um, or you can give them or you can give them a call to place an order or a pickup order at 898-5008. Um, they are located in Lee's Hill Center at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue, and they are open on Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., and on Sundays they're open from noon to 8. Um, they have a limited delivery area with a minimum delivery charge, and you have to order $10 or more to get a delivery. Um, yeah, what what should we talk about? I mean, there's so much stuff on this venue. We could talk about it like a different item every single time. They have like the veal parm, veal parmesan sub. Yep. Oh, man, if you like veal. And who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, I don't oh, know. Wait, I, wait, wait, I might wait, be wait, talking wait, wait. about yeah. vegan veganism later, so we might as well just eat up on our menu shopping of like, what are you looking at? Pita breads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the gyros, the steak yeah, and cheese you get wrap, like, you ranch get... chicken wrap, if you like ranch uh, dressing, which 90% of the country does. Yeah, and their ranch is so good. It, I, you know, uh, I get it sometimes when I get, like, chicken fingers. I get the ranch, and I'm just like, I know. It's so good, I know it's fattening. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, That's better than what I use. I use gravy. And then you get in arguments with people, people who like, because, you know, America is a place where a lot of people move around and stuff like that. And you, it's interesting because you get into arguments with people about what comes automatically with wings. Like somebody orders an order of wings and they don't specify what kind of dressing they want. Right. And so we just throw ranch in there. And then you, they get the delivery and they, it's like, who? And they're like, they'll call up, it's like, who puts ranch with wings automatically? It should be blue cheese. Exactly. And so you get into these arguments. It's, I don't, I don't know. It's like some people don't know that. Blue cheese comes automatically. Bye. I mean, the reason why I I don't do it is because blue cheese is friggin' disgusting. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Anyway, thank you to Danny's Pizza and Subs. Go check them out, dannyspizzaandsubs.com, or give them a call, 898-5008. So, um, You'll thank yourself. It's really good. It's really good. It's always buy one, get one free pizzas. Over at Danny's. Oh. I think I've mentioned that before. Maybe once or twice. Um, I was thinking about all the meat that they put on the pizzas. You, you know? Can, you got meat on the brain again. Yeah. I'm always thinking about meat. Meathead. Meat. Well, I'm always thinking about meat, unless I'm, I deliberately think about trying to be vegan. Phrasing? We'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to that. Phrasing! Um, Thank you. Oh, I got all sorts of jokes like that. I just like, can't, I, I love all that meat in my mouth. Yo, you, you bet know? you Phrasing! Did. You know, it's just sometimes I can't get enough of that sausage. Phrasing. It's this is so easy. I mean, if I feel if I feel above it, it's like beneath me. To make so you got the meat beneath you. No, I got the phrasing. I yes, just, I just want to get it in me. You know, I bet phrasing. Are we done with this bit? No, because <laughs> I can't seem to get this bit out of me. <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> Oh, God, we are not going to eat up the hour on this shit. I was thinking about, like, meat. Like, uh, uh, what if we got to a point where we could clone uh, meat? Look, he's, he's got his finger know. hovered over the button. He's just waiting for another one. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Clone, I'm moving on. Clone meat. Yeah, like, for example, it's like, like you take... Like the, the half man, half sheep? Uh, no. I was thinking more like, it's like you could take... Call back. Yeah. 
you could take a bit of lamb or a bit of cow or a bit of chicken and then you could take it using science however science does it and clone that meat and replicate that meat you know over and over again replicate so, i think would be the better yeah phrase i guess there. so and you could replicate that meat over and over again without actually having to um uh, kill to a point where you don't we no longer have to slaughter animals okay for food um my only question is if we succeed in doing that what happens to all the pigs all the chickens, all the cows, etc. The geese? They, they Geese is delicious. Yeah. All those animals that we've been uh, slaughtering for hundreds of years and we've been, you know, bred to the point where, like, it, it, they couldn't really exist in the wild. Well, it depends on the particular animal. Like, I feel like the, the cow population would start to dramatically decrease or would have decreased after the last slaughter, I guess. Same thing with the pigs. Uh, now, some of the food animals that may not be a mainstay food animal, such as uh, venison or deer, you have to have a culling of that population. Otherwise, they start running rampant. That's what I mean. So even if we were able to clone meat and humanely eat meat without slaughtering an animal, we're still going to have to slaughter yeah. a bunch of animals anyway, regardless, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you go to India and stuff like that, and traffic is held up because a couple of goddamn cows are in the road. Well, and, that's and, a whole and, yeah, different and story. They, and like, well, we can't do anything about them. That's clearly superior. Sorry for my racist Indian accent. Moving on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, you're going to have to kill these animals. Yeah. One way or another. And I think that the, the people who think vegan pretty vegan thoughts i think you're not really thinking this through yeah because uh killing is uh what we kind of have to do no matter what life feeds on life yep i think uh yeah i think what was mufasa told me that was it mufasa i think so i don't think he used those words I think he used he, something like that he talked about a circle of life oh ah, okay i was thinking about like an orb of life the circle uh, see i think triangle of life is better Let's see, then you're going into uh, the Druidic faith, because they think everything works in threes that are triads. Uh, okay. I got I, I got a section here for Hill Hippie's Garden, if you want to go ahead and continue that. Okay. I'm kidding. I got a segment here set aside for you. I know you said that you know you don't really have something, but you had like... Yeah, considering we completely skipped weekends, I'm going to have to... Uh... Oh, golly, <laughs> yeah. What's a, How was your weekend, man? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've been having crazy dreams. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I've been dreaming about Ann Coulter, and it's exactly what you think it might be. All right? Okay. It's a sexy dream. And yes. So, um, but it, it's kind of like creepy in, 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 in a little way because it's she's on top of me, and she's like pinning me down, got her hands on my wrist and pinning me down. She's just, just going to town on me, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm, you know, I'm loving it, obviously, but she's like, if this results in a pregnancy, what are we going to do? <laughs> and I'm after, and I'm shouting at her, we're going to get married and raise it responsibly. And she's like, that's right. That's right, you son of a bitch. And she's just like going to town on me, right? And then she's like, it's, I'm getting close. Sing it. Sing it. And I have to go, you're a grand old flag. You're a high-flying flag. And forever in peace that you wave. And that's because that's what she needs to finish. Okay. Weird dream. Weird dream. Anyway, go see, ahead. That was my dream. I see, I'm amazed that uh, 
What? When she asked you, it's like, if this results in a pregnancy, what are you going to do that you just didn't immediately just shrivel? I'd have been like, well, well. Not me. This ain't going to result in nothing now. Not me, because I'm a responsible adult, and I would marry her and raise that child responsibly. Yeah, but there's nothing like taking you out of the moment than something like that. No, I can go out of the moment. I'm out of the moment most of the time during sex. Okay. I'm like critiquing comic books and stuff like that. How do you keep hard? How do I keep hard? I focus on what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I'm in the moment. I'm present. I'm enjoying the moment and my partner. Uh, you know, common Sometimes sense. I forget they're there. It has been a while. <laughs> I was like, oh, forgot you were here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I skipped over the weekends, man. How was your weekend? Uh, uh, it came with you know basic stuff you know working on shit for other land dreams you know house duties you know responsible adult stuff and then i got a strange request laid upon me okay somebody who knows me and knows me well walked up and says hey in your travels in the forest and that's the exact way it was phrased do you think you can get me some dandelions what are they doing? I was like, dandelions? It's like, yeah. I don't want the heads. I don't want the, the bottoms or the stalks. I just need, the, you know, the, 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 the tops, the yellow parts. I said, the petals. But yeah. It's the, a reproductive part. All right. I said, I, yeah, I, I can do that. How much do you need? Three quarts. Why? Was he going to try to kill himself? Now, apparently, he's going to make some dandelion wine. Oh, my God. That's so disgusting. <laughs> and the only reason I'm saying that is because I've eaten a dandelion. I was young and it was a dare. You know, dandelion greens are actually very tasty. Uh, you when they're young and tender. Okay, I'll take your word for it. But somebody's like, eat that dandelion. Oh, I'll, when like, I'm out okay. morel hunting, I'll eat uh, dandelion greens as a trail snack. <sighs> Hippies. <laughs> but so I'm like, how much? Because it started started thinking to myself, a qu- three quarts. And you know how big a quart-sized jar is? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's about one quart. Yeah, about mm-hmm. that big. Yeah. You know, I, I was actually thinking dimensions here. Yeah, yeah. But, it's about uh, one quart size. Yeah. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, how much of this shit are you fucking planning on making, man? I mean, three quarts? He goes, That'll, I need that to make about a gallon. Sounds like a fucking waste of time. That's a lot of dandelions to pick. That's a lot of fucking dandelions to pick for one gallon of wine. And then I realized, oh, okay, he's not wasting his time. He's wasting mine because sounds like the only place he can uh, find dandelions, according to him, is in his backyard, and that's where his dog does its business. So you don't want that those petals in your wine because that's going to put some off flavors in that fucking wine, yo. You're already putting dandelions in it. That's why you don't want the bottom of the petals because you're getting more vegetable matter there versus the actual pollen and the sweetness that comes in with the petals themselves. Did you tell him to go blow it out his ass? <laughs> it wouldn't have done any good. So I'm going to do the right thing because I do look for dandelions to start morel season. So I'm already looking for them. I might as well. And then I'm going to find out how much uh, the actual going price for dandelion petals are. I was like, all right. And from what I found a little bit on the internet, I think I'm going to be charging about $150 for these. 
How is your wine worth it now, yo? Wow. Okay, little hippie. I also had a, a weird, weird dream, man. Oh, yeah? Was it Ann Coulter? No, it wasn't Ann Coulter. Uh, is it sex? Uh, no, All right, but fine. it was kind of sexy. At least it was for me. Okay. So I was, over the weekend, I was listening back to some old episodes of Shock Monkey Radio, and I can't remember. So funny. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The, that podcast is like the best, under it's most underrated podcast on the internet. It's one of them, absolutely. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, go tell your friends to go listen to Shock Monkey Radio because it is so good. And if you uh, happen to ever catch one of their uh, podcasts or listen to them, they're great guys. I don't know who the fuck they are, but they're worth a listen. There's one guy, he, he sounds. He keeps making fun about how he's, he's overweight. Mm-hmm. He sounds sexy as shit. I mean, he, he's probably got women like throwing them. Probably. Probably. All the time. Probably. Anyway, tell me about your weird ass Aaron Coulter dream. So. In the, I was listening to the episode, and the, the Hill Hippie character was talking about how he had a, a thing for Ronda Rousey. And I'm like, yeah, so do I, you know. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is about her. It's not, cla- it's not the classical female beauty scenario. No, not at all. But it was at the end of one of the shows, and I, uh, we get a call from Ronda Rousey from the WWE wanting us to go uh, on the air because Ronda had heard – He'll have you make this comment. You mean us, like you and me? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I don't want to go. You didn't. You're like, you you handle this because I don't want to be on TV. I was like, so I started doing some negotiations, you know, all kinds of publicity for us. I was like, what am I going to do? Well, she heard that you wanted to be beat up by her, so she was going to challenge you to see if you could, uh, if you would tap out or if she could choke you out with her thighs. I'm like, yes, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. I love how I'm accurate in your dream. Yeah, <laughs> I know you. So I, I even go. in your dream, you know, Madman's not going to be down for this. Yeah, like Ronda Rousey. No, hell no. You can go. You didn't. You, want, you, you deal with that. Hill you just didn't want to go in front of the TV at all. I don't mind the TV. It's just that you know, I don't want to sit there and talk to Ronda Rousey. Uh, I, I, how, how, uh, hey, nice to have you on the show, Ronda. Um, tell me about punching. Mm. What's it like to be kicked in the face? Well, I know. What is, what is, I don't need that information. You know, if I do an interview with her, I'm not going to be asking. Well, quit fiddling with stuff. Shut up. So that's a weird. I don't know. I think mine was a little weirder. So, oh wait, wait. It gets worse. Okay, let's hear more. So I I go on the go on the program. They get us in the ring. You know, I'm acting a fool. She locks a, uh, puts the leg lock on me, and she's everyone's just expecting me to tap out, and I'm like, nope, nope. I pass the fuck out with a big old smile on my face. They let me loose. They wake me up, and she's walking off stage, or walking out of the ring, going back up as I'm being interviewed up in the ring for promoting the show and shit. And in the sh- in the dream version of the show, there's some wrestler I don't know who the fuck he was who had been stalking Ronda Rousey. Wow! And he starts, you know, like this plot thickens. He starts being a dick to her uh, up on the you know the walkway, and here I am. Uh, what, what? Hey, asshole, come pick on somebody your own size. You say this. Yeah, so this okay. six foot six fucking monster comes down to the ring, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I done put my foot in it now. <laughs> and it starts just bashing me. Why left, is that a part of your dream? Left and right, just beating the holy fuck out of me. The next thing I know, I'm laid the fuck out in the middle of the ring. And she takes pity on you, takes you home. and No, it gets even weirder. Okay. All of a sudden, the Otherland Dreams uh, music starts playing. Okay. 
and as the, it starts getting the drums, the oh sounds goes on, and then my voice comes along in Gaelic over the loudspeakers, and I don't know if it was accurate or not, but it sounded like I said, I summoned the dead man, and all of a sudden, The Undertaker shows up, beats the <laughs> fuck out of that guy, <laughs> and says, any man willing to defend a woman should not be touched. Oh, what he, the hell? He stands me up. Then he choke slams me and gives me the tombstone and says, don't summon uh, things you can't control, and disappears. And that's when I woke up. <laughs> Fucking dreams, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking dreams. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about them. It was a fucking wild ride, dude. <laughs> Jeez Louise. You I, fall asleep listening to podcasts and watching old wrestling videos or something like that? I don't even watch wrestling videos. <laughs> I'm not a wrestling fan. I haven't been a wrestling fan in years. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I woke up, I was like immediately just started scratching it down. I was All like, right. I can't forget this. <laughs> oh, yeah. You always got to have a um, pet... You know, Pad and paper right yep. by your bed, man, because you get wake up in the middle of the night with a crazy-ass dream. Start writing it down. Next thing you know, you, you got books, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you get it like, it's like, damn, that's a good plot line. Like, you know, just, yeah, just, I summon the Undertaker. <laughs> that's the title of the book, I Summon the Undertaker. <laughs> uh. this, is, this is my new book, WWE Magic, How to Summon Old Wrestlers. Uh, I'll t- we're starting simple with the uh, Superfly Snooker. In, in, uh, what's that called? Summoning spells. <laughs> Superfly snooker. Summoning spell. Because everyone wants them to just fly through the air. Wham! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't watch. like a big old flying squirrel. I don't, yeah, I don't know what wrestling is, but okay. So that was your weekend, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, very cool. Crazy ass dreams. Uh, I was, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to this real right. quick. So I was thinking about um, what if the madman goes vegan? Not that I would, mind you. Okay. Not that I would. Um, but say we're in this weird world where all meat is legal and there's cows wandering the cities, blocking traffic, and packs of dogs roaming the suburbs, attacking people, leaving the subway. Um, the idea is if I had to be vegan, uh, what would my diet be? So obviously I love nuts. <laughs> Phrasing! Thank you. And I, could, I would love to get all sorts of nuts in my mouth. Phrasing! Okay. And... Um, so I could eat nuts all day long. Seriously, I love them. Phrasing! Okay, thank you. Um, but cashews are not a nut. They are tree testicles. <laughs> they don't count. And when they say, like, somebody like gives you a can of mixed nuts and there's cashews in there, oh, boy, nothing gets me madder. Nothing gets me madder, especially if I haven't had meat in a while. Yeah? So, yeah. And, and so in other words, in this world where madman is vegan, don't give madman cashews. Yeah. I won't eat them. You can have all the cashews you want. The cashews are pretty tasty, you know. Uh, yeah, I've accidentally ate one before before I realized what they were. They're, so, they're tree it, testicles. Oh, God. It's just because of the deformed shape, right? No, it's because they just dangle off the tree in the forest with no shell or nothing like that. Just like, come and get me. I'm a big set of testicles. Uh, see, I'd more consider buckeyes tree testicles because if you've ever seen the the buckeye, the pod that the Buckeyes comes in, it looks like a fucking scrotum. No, I'm a Michigan fan. But, you know, you can't eat Buckeyes. Yeah, I'm a Michigan fan. Yeah, and I don't give two shits about that joke. Okay. Um, so, continuing on with, like, how much I love nuts. It's freezing! All right. Um, I like peanut butter and jelly. All That's right. vegan. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, okay, we can go over fruit real quick. I love pineapple. I love regular apple. I like green uh, green grapes, not the purple ones. Okay. Um, I like strawberries, watermelon, and that that that's about it. Um, when it comes to veggies, I hate any cooked vegetable. Any cooked vegetable? I fucking hate them. So you don't like a supreme pizza at all? No, not at all. No. Hmm. Vegetables and fruit have no business on pizza. However, you can get such love pizza like that at Danny's Pizza and Subs. Um, but uh, as the man man shakes his head condescendingly at you. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a waste of a pizza if you put vegetables or fruit on it. It's like you just ruined that pizza. It's the same thing with anchovies. I don't get it. It's like that was a perfectly good pizza, and you ruined it. Anyway, you ruins it. Um, I just, see, I just saw you as Gollum from Lord you of the ruins Rings. it. Yes, you stupid fat hobbits. <laughs> you ruins the pizza. You put suck vegetables on the pizza. <laughs> yes, Gollum, Gollum. <laughs> you ruins it. <laughs> you ruins the pizza. Okay, but when it comes to vegetables, I really do like raw celery. I do like raw, like, uh, um, I wrote peas here, and that's wrong. Uh, green beans, so that's about it. Uh, I so could totally nom on those. Greens, uh, broccoli and green beans, that's it? That's the only vegetables no, you like? No, celery. And, oh, celery and green, and green beans. beans. Okay. But, I mean, I could eat them all day long. You would not survive. Well, I mean, if I had some nuts as well. Phrasing? Okay, you know, like a yeah, big long piece of celery and some nuts. Phallic. Okay, I'm done. He's not even here to hit the buttons. I know, so, right? And we lost it. Uh, anyway, um, I, unless you eat, we're eating a lot of fortified cereals. Well, hold on, I'm not done. Okay. Okay, but my weakness would be the carbs. You know, of course, you got mac and cheese. You got um, grilled cheese. You got quesadillas. Basically, a shitload of cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd shit like every three days on this diet. Um, um, uh, but like eggs, like I would eat eggs as well. That makes you not vegan. Really? Yeah. You can't eat cheese as a vegan. So is it just a vegetarian? Vegetarian, you can eat those. Okay. So, I, so if the madman goes vegetarian, cause I won't go vegan. No. No eggs. No eggs is a deal breaker. Yeah. That's a deal breaker for me because breakfast fucking rules. Omelets Absolutely. are the shit. Shit. Love omelets. Anyway, so, uh, but then we got pizza. Yeah. Cheese pizza. Couldn't eat that. As, I would, a, as a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. I'm not okay. a vegan as in a, this particular scenario because I would never be a vegan. Well, so you still got pizza. Pizza. You got white pizza. You got cheese pizza. Uh, white pizza. I don't think you could eat white pizza. Why? Because Alfredo sauce? Uh-huh. Why? Because it's cream-based. Milk. Lactose. Okay, vegetarian, yes. I I'm think, a vegetarian. I keep thinking vegan. I'm on we, the vegan. We uh, sorted kid. this. We sorted this. Plus, you got like all sorts of pasta dishes that you can get like at a yeah. Danny's Pizza and Subs. Yeah. Manicotti. Mm. You know, cheese, ravioli. Oh. Spaghetti. Yeah. So, I mean, you could still get fat on a vegan diet. Yeah. All those carbs <laughs> you were just talking about. Exactly. Absolutely. So, um, and it's good for you. One thing you could be happy, uh, happy to know beer is a safe drink on vegetarian and vegan. Is it kosher though? Dad, I don't know. Usually it's like a K in a circle, right? Uh, I think so. I just, I always thought it was a very subtle ad for the circle K. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you bought me. 
Go back. I just, I just think it's cool. It's like there's so much stuff that, like, for example, if I wanted to change my diet to kosher, <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> no <laughs> cheese and meat together. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, that's you, foolish. You can't uh, eat pork. Fuck bacon. That. Bacon. I'm sorry. Bacon. That's a, that's a deal breaker. It's worth not being a part of the 144,000 for bacon. <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's a deep cut. Going to hell. Yeah, yeah whoever, but I got bacon. Anyone study theology? <laughs> that's a that's a deep cut joke. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm done talking about food. Um, so let's get into the news worth knowing, and it's a slow news week if you don't want to talk about the Oscars. Fun. Uh, yeah. So that was my that was the first story. Is like I mentioned the Oscars. Um. So here's like this is kind of relevant because of, like this Joe Biden shit is like is hilarious because the people are talking. He's like dropping rumors. It's like oh I might run, and stuff like that. But uh, just go on YouTube and search for creepy Uncle Joe because it is super creepy. And if you have never seen this footage of him where he's fondling young girls like in front of their families in rooms full of people with cameras and lights everywhere and stuff like that. Oh, look at the look on her face. She's I know. And she's, she out, is so creeped out. And she's out. moving away. And yeah, I got this video playing here so that he'll help you can know what I'm talking about. Holy you, shit. Have you not seen no, this? No, I have not seen this. Oh, my God. This uh, is when he was in the White House, y'all. Ugh. People talking about him wanting to run for president. I think he's just flirting with it because he knows uh, – if he runs for president, everyone's going to be talking about this shit. Yeah. Because that that was just one. All right. You know, it's like totally like feeling her up, man. Feeling up a little girl. Completely normal. Ugh. And look at these two little, um, they look Japanese girls. Yeah. And he's just like feeling, like stroking her hair, smelling her hair. Ugh. So if this guy runs for president, that's going to be a hilarious campaign because this vi- these videos are going to be on the... In- uh, stroking the yeah. girl's hair. Feeling her up. Down kisses her. Oh, no, he's maybe blowing in her ear. Yeah, there. whispering in these girls' ears and shit like that. Probably saying stuff like, if you were 10 years older. <laughs> you call the cops and I'll kill you. Yeah, you know? And I'm not... in. Like, seriously, there is so much footage of this guy creeping out on a girl, a little uh, young girl. Hand on her shoulder, pulling her towards him. Always oh, touching, uh, loving to touch keep, the hair. Keeps pulling it back that way. You can look at the nape of the neck, mm. you know, a known erogenous zone. Super creepy. So I think it's hilarious that he's throwing his hat, in the, is thinking about throwing his hat in the ring. I don't think he dares. I don't think he, he dares. Uh, he does, and he's going to become the newest target of hashtag me too. Or pound me too. Oh, callbacks all day long. So, yeah, this video is like 11 minutes long. So go ahead and go on YouTube, search for Un- Creepy Uncle Joe, and get yourself skeeved out about the idea of a Biden president. <laughs> I don't b- think b- Joe Biden ever have a chance of hell. Well, yeah, that's why I think he's just flirting with it. I don't... With You know, you take the, the creepy aspect of that out of it. He ain't got a snowball's chance of yeah, hell. Yeah, even, even despite that. Um, but seriously, you never heard of that? No. Those, that, that footage? No, I've never EK, seen that. have you heard that footage before? Could just nod or something. I've seen a bunch of this. Yeah. New Nothing. mixer. Try to figure it out, kid. There it is. Hey. 
Seen the memes? Ah, you I've can. seen a bunch of the memes. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the video, but I've seen like the pictures where it's like creep, creepy Uncle Joe. Ed, you don't don't do that to yourself. I'm, he is super creepy. My stomach's just churning just from the two minutes I just saw. So why don't we move on, cleanse our palate of creepy Uncle Joe, and talk about this airline who's pressing charges after a passenger throws coins into the plane engine for good luck. <laughs> Guess, how, how fucking stupid are you? Guess where this happened. Just make a estimated guess. I'm going to say the U.S. Really? Yeah. That sounds like something we'd... Uh, my guess would be Vegas. Okay. So when I read this Vin? headline, my guess was this would happen in the Las Vegas airport. Okay. I was wrong. And I'll tell you how wrong I was. Itchy. Okay. A Chinese airline is reportedly pressing charges against a passenger who threw coins at a plane engine ahead of a recent flight for good luck. The man's actions allegedly caused roughly $21,000 in damages. Ooh. Delayed the travel plans for 160-plus passengers who were forced to wait until the following day to fly out. Oh. You are so fried, dude. Yeah, officials at Nking... Woo! Let's try this. Nking Zhushan Airport were shocked to find uh, two one yuan coins on the ground near the left engine of the Lucky Airplane. Lucky Air Plane. Uh, Travel Pulse reports. The As noted by the points guy, a small coins could cause great damage to total engine failure. As they're yeah. Stuck. yeah. It's a spinning fucking turbine. One little piece of coin like that's going to fucking do yeah. some damage. <laughs> oh, God. Soon after the officials saw the coins, a 28-year-old man, identified only by his surname, Lou, uh, admitted to tossing them at the plane's engine as he boarded the aircraft. Um, according to the outlet, Lou threw the money at the aircraft for luck. It's already a called Lucky Air. Maybe that's why they think it was uh, cursed. I think that people who are superstitious, anything that's called lucky, like lucky charms are not lucky because they call itself, call it, calls itself lucky. Not that anyone thinks that lucky charms are lucky. They're luckily delicious? <sighs> It was like, well, oh, it's very lucky that they got a delicious flavor. Could be. Out of the cereal. <laughs> or it's called tinkering with the recipe. I, I don't know. Some, reli- uh, some religions acknowledge the ritual of throwing coins as a practice of good luck. Um, in June 2017, a China Southern Airlines passenger grounded her flight in Shanghai for five hours for similarly throwing coins into the plane's engine for good luck. Jeez Louise, destroy, you just, you destroy a, an engine. Yeah. Because you're an idiot. And fucked up the, uh, the travel plans of over 150 mm-hmm. fucking people. Exactly. You know, that's where superstition and causes problems. That's where, you know, I wonder how much is like, like I bet there's somebody out there with a ledger that has like, like this is the money we've lost this year just on p- pure Stupidity. Well, see, there it's stupidity. It's not superstition. It's stupidity because yeah. he, if he'd have just chucked the coins over, you know, right the top it, of the plane, not at the engine. Right. Throw it been, over the plane. They'd have been or, fine. Or against the fuselage or something like yeah. that. But into the engine? No, that's stupidity. That's yeah. not... <laughs> I don't know how things work. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I care. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's go to this next story, which I only... Titled, OW! A uh, Missouri boy said watching the film Black Panther, which won three Oscars on Sunday night. Eh, 
Um, he uh, he saved his life after he impaled. He was impaled by a 12-inch meat skewer uh, in what he called a terrifying miracle. This was last year. Uh-oh. Xavier, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Xavier Cunningham was playing in a treehouse with two friends when a swarm of yellow jackets attacked him, and he tripped and landed on the barbecue steak, oh. falling out of the treehouse and right into his face. Uh, his mother rushed him to the ER, and doctors rec- uh, commended Xavier Cunningham for remaining calm and resisting the urge to pull the skewer out, uh, which would have caused permanent brain damage or death. Right. Yeah. But the 11-year-old boy, uh, 11-year-old Harrisonville boy, said he knew exactly what to do after watching a, the super, the fictional superhero flick. Is there a scene like that in Black yeah. Panther? Yeah, I watched Black Panther, Xavier told CBN News. Um, referring to what happened to Michael B. Jordan's character in the film when he was stabbed with a dagger. At the end of it, how he just takes that out and dies. I was, so I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned, kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was sitting there. Yeah, was he got stabbed a... with a knife, and he left it in for a while. And then when he pulled it out, he went on his little tirade. It was like, I was, right. before I pulled this out, I want to tell you about how horrible things are in this world. Comic but, books yeah. save lives. Exactly. God. Comic book saves lives. But that was a movie, not a comic book. It was based Shut on up. a comic book, but it was movie a movie. would not have existed without the comic book. But would the kid have known that with just without the movie, based it's on ir- purely the comic books? It's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. He probably wouldn't have bought a Black Panther comic book. But, but it's irrelevant <laughs> because the movie exists. Yeah. And the movie only exists because oh, of the semantics. comic book. Uh, ultimately, he credits Agree Jesus. Agree to disagree. Ultimately, he credits Jesus, who gave his life for us, and after this... It's just like he really, truly is the God Almighty. It's like, yeah, dude, if you lived, I would be believing God, too. Or maybe the devil. Like, you let me live through that, you son of a bitch. You, get, you let me get attacked by a wasp. Then I fall jackets, on a meat... Yeah. Uh, yellow jackets. Then I fall on a meat skewer. Who am I, Job? Yeah, right? Is, <laughs> are you and God up there playing poker again? Right. All right, I'll raise you a kid getting stung by yellow jackets and skewered in the face. <laughs> <laughs> God, could you imagine? <laughs> that right there is a premise for a hell of a movie. <laughs> I raised you a double amputee. Fell on, fell on the train tracks. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, God? Uh, I'm going all in. I'm, I'm going to go for a, uh, a, a, tr- a full train wreck. Oh, man. Anyway, this kid is... What's, what's, strong. The, what's the ante for this, though? It was a guy walking on the top of the train who reached up like a moron and grabbed a hold of an electrical line and fried. Jeez Louise. I don't know. I don't know how, what the devil bets, and Job doesn't really bet anything. No, no Job's just the poor... Not Job. I mean uh, the, the devil. The devil never bets anything. Seems to bet anything. Um, uh, no, he bet a fiddle of gold. Yeah, against your soul. Yeah, because he thought he was better than him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where was that? Was that in Georgia? I think so. Yeah, okay, yeah. But in Jamaica, it's a different story. Yeah. What do they do in Jamaica? They bet weed. Okay. They bet the ganja. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about vegans a little bit and bridezillas. Again? It's been, oh. It's been a while since we talked about bridezillas, right? I love these kinds of stories. Uh, uh, is this a combination of vegans and bridezillas? Yes. Oh. Okay. Vegan bride slammed after banning meat-eating guests, mom, from wedding. Quote, we don't want to host murderers. <laughs> Ready for this? <laughs> All right. This bride wants her guests to make a lifelong vow of their own to never eat meat again. 
a vegan bride is catching heat on social media after she made the decision to disinvite any guest who did not adopt a vegan lifestyle permanently. According to a since-deleted post made by the bride in a vegan Facebook group, the woman had originally requested all of her guests to eat from a vegan menu at her wedding. However, she later took it a step further and made her guests agree to fully give up meat and animal byproducts even after her nuptials are over. She's talking about eggs and cheese too, right? Yeah. Fucking crazy, Brian Silla. All right. Um, quote, just for some context, some family members were told they were not invited to my wedding because we don't want to host murderers. She wrote in Vegan Revolution, news.com.au reported. Uh, so this is in Australia. Our wedding is supposed to be one of the happiest days of our lives. Among those given the acts were the bride's mother and two of her cousins who were reportedly set to be bridesmaids. Jesus. The bride defended her decision, stating her family has never been supportive of her restricted, restrictive diet. Because you're going to die. Um, <laughs> quote, when I broke the news to them, all I got was attacked because I don't want the, the weight of having people that still kill animals. The very beings we're, parenthetically, the very beings we were trying to protect at my wedding on my conscience, the bride wrote. Several like-minded vegans praised her actions on social media. Quote, imagine the same, but with meat eater instead of vegan meat eater bride. If you need reasons to hate meat eaters. What the fuck? Hate meat eaters. Yeah. I think that's more about You what don't do about. what I do, yeah. so therefore I hate you. Because I'm better than you because of what I've chosen to do with my life. And here's the thing. She wanted them to... Not only eat a vegan diet to come to the wedding. Okay. That's not too crazy a uh, It's request. one thing to say, you serving a vegan meal. Right. That's fine. But, That's your prerogative as the bride. Right. But, you know, you want people to swear off meat for the rest of their lives just because it's your wedding. Fuck you can, yeah, off. You, you can go blow it out your ass. You know what? I'd have, I might have just shown up to this wedding, eaten the vegan meal, and then the next, you know, two weeks later, when she comes back, walk over to her place with a fucking turkey leg in my hand. What's up? All right. So, uh, so, uh, my only question is, was being, becoming a vegan lifelong pri uh, after the wedding, was that on the registry? I don't know. Because I imagine. If, because if it was on the registry, then that's like law. Is it? I mean, yeah. You can't buy stuff for the bride and groom unless it's on the registry. Oh, that's what I would do. Right? Where is the register? Where are they registered? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have. It doesn't say in this article. I need to know the registry. If it's on the registry, all right then. <laughs> all right, I got twelve minutes. I'm not getting short. that gift. I'm choosing something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you know, uh, Mark it. already got that. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mark's already got that covered, so I don't have to do that shit. <laughs> So you got where I was going with that. Yeah, it's on the registry. Someone else already got that for you. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was marked off, man. Alrighty, three more stories here. Uh, man's radioactive remains spread radiation all over the cremation chamber. What? Yeah, this is great. This sounds like the beginning of a new superhero. It's great. I love it. Doctors in Arizona injected a 69-year-old man with a drug designed to shrink tumors growing in his body. This drug is radioactive. Uh, sadly, the medicine didn't save him, and two, two days later, he died. Five days after that, his body was cremated, spreading radioactive particles all over the crematorium. <laughs> that cremation, which occurred without the knowledge of the doctors who had injected the radioactive material into the man's body, 
posed a danger to crematory workers. And researchers say it was a problem that may be more common as it, uh, than anyone has yet realized. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Um, in a short paper published today, February 26th, uh, in the journal JAMA, the researchers reported the results of a thorough investigation of the crematorium with the workers uh, who dealt with radioactive remains. The researchers found significant radiation left on the crema- uh, crematory equipment, including the oven vacuum filter and bone crusher. Uh, a sample of the crematorium's cre- crematorium workers' urine also turned up trace amounts of radioactive material. The researchers wrote that the worker probably didn't receive a dangerous dose of radiation, but added that the questions of how the radioactive bodies get incinerated or how frequently crematory uh, workers are exposed remain unanswered. In other words, a one-time exposure is less dangerous than repeated. Um, so here's here's the numbers here. The researchers found a maximum Geiger counter reading of twenty-five thousand counts per minute on the crematory equipment. Th- that translates to an exposure of seven point five millirem per hour for somebody in direct contact with the equipment. Oh, much more than what is considered safe. Right. But far low, very far low below levels that are cause quick that cause quick radiation poisoning. Right. Uh, Good news is it has a short uh, range and short half-life, so it doesn't go far and it decays fast. And so the, uh, the dangerous effects wouldn't have spread far for very long. But in the future, the researchers argue safety protocols for radioactive medicines should take into account the possibility of death and cremation as to protect the public. I read this article. And I was just giggling all throughout it. Here's the better question. Yeah. If you're a uh, crematorium worker who gets exposed to radiation from bodies that you've incinerated, what would your superpowers be that you would gain from this? Oh, you talk to the dead or something like that. Talk yeah. to the dead and like uh, become like the human torch, I guess. No, you're like a human Ouija board. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I watched. But uh, there's, there's so much burning going on, and that's what's releasing these particles. You think flame would have to be involved somehow? Yeah, I watched. Uh, Umbrella Academy this weekend. Was yeah. it any good? Yeah. So no? Yeah. Fair enough. I love your descriptions. Yeah. Uh, you very, can watch it if you want. I mean, very accurate. Very accurate. I mean, ever since Ellen Page came out as gay, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm over. And then that crazy rant she did on Late Night. I mean, anyway. I got two more stories, and there are a couple fun stories that we can end on. All right. We got about nine minutes left, so. A woman complains to cops that she got brown sugar instead of cocaine, police say. (laughs) Wrong fucking people, man. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Um, A woman in the United Kingdom seemingly thought it would be a good idea to report to the police that the cocaine she thought she bought was actually brown sugar. The police service of Northern Ireland in Craigavon, I think that's right. Sorry, Ireland team. Uh, they wrote this on Facebook Thursday that an unidentified woman called the department because she was scammed. Yeah, I paid over. They translated the money. Uh, $260. I don't know what that is in pounds. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I paid over $260 and I got brown sugar instead. And the woman told the police. Instead of what? The police asked. Cocaine, officials said to the woman replied. Bizarrely, police wrote. The caller didn't want to provide a statement to the department of her alleged theft. 
bizarrely. Which means that they asked her that question. Would you like to come down and report us? Right. Fill, out a, fill out some paperwork on this stuff? And I bet you it, that's the moment when she realized, oh, oops. yeah, oh. <laughs> no, I'm good. Why did you call, ma'am? I got, I, I just I got robbed. No, it, it was a knee jerk. Somebody's out here robbing people, giving brown sugar instead of cocaine. This is very expensive brown sugar, and it's not even enough to make anything. That poses a, an interesting question. So, if a cop pops a dealer on the on a street corner, he's like, "What are you? Uh, I, I, you're, you're, you're dealing coke." He starts pulling it out of his pockets. What is this? Is ba- Bragg's brown sugar, man? Does he get arrested for scamming? Because he's not selling drugs. I think. I think. Yeah, it's like intent. I think there's still a crime being committed there. I don't know what it's like in the UK, so, but, but I don't. What it wouldn't be. There's know, no there's, logical re- explanation. Is like why are you walking around with a bunch of little baggies full of brown sugar? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, this unless, crazy. unless you're EK, then there's a. I just need a fix, man. I like to snort that brown sugar. Is that illegal? I snort the brown sugar. <laughs> I don't know about it illegal, but it'd be painful. True story from my childhood. A friend and I snorted Kool-Aid up our nose. Oh, like the powder? Yep. <laughs> what that flavor? That had to suck. Yeah, what flavor? I think it was the cherry, the, r- the red. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you And pick. not like with no sugar either, just like the straight yeah. Kool-Aid packet. The fruit yeah. punch? Yeah, yeah. The, well, no, the cherry, the red, the bright red cherry. Yeah, you smell okay. it for like a week afterwards, yep. I'm sure. Yeah. How bad did your nostrils burn? Oh, like fire. I mm-hmm. bet. Snorting, gee, what the hell? Hey, everyone's an somebody, idiot. Somebody give me a rail of that Kool-Aid. Everyone's an idiot sooner or later. Um, so here's the last part of the story. Uh, despite the illegality of the perch of purchasing cocaine, the police department warned its followers to be wary of drug dealers, as they quote care about nothing other than lining their own pockets. I'll, I'm starting to love police departments and their social media stuff because there's some lucky cop who gets to sit there and monitor their it's like, I, what happens? Oh, that shit, that, that's just funny. I'm going to put it on social media. Yeah, right. And then there's like a captain there, and it's like, uh, I guess so. <laughs> and so uh, police joked that if its followers on social media have been scammed buying drugs uh, and wanted to be paid back, just give them a call. <laughs> Talk about, you know, if somebody actually was dumb enough to follow up on it, yeah, I got scammed, I want my money back. You know, it's it's like a shark jumping into your boat, man. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 I don't even I, have yeah. to try. It's uh, just coming to us now. I love it because um, uh, somebody somewhere in like a lot of police departments turned to somebody and was like, we need to start trolling people because that's what they're doing to us. Right. Because, I mean, I think uh, like, uh, who is it? Like Wendy's. Didn't Wendy's like start trolling people on Twitter? Yeah. What a... Yeah, and so I mean, I think that was going on, and, and it like, was hilarious, and it, oh, was, it was hilarious. Great. It was and fucking so, great. And I was like, and I would read tweets like that that they did, and I'll be like, shit, I'm going to Wendy's today. You know, it's <laughs> it's a brilliant marketing scheme. You know, and so when the police do stuff like this on social media, I think it's hilarious because like they're, they're just trolling the trolling you. It's yeah. like if you're an idiot, you know, it's like yeah, I got you know, I got robbed. It's like somebody's stole my cocaine or they sold me they told me it was cocaine instead it was brown sugar and it was like well why don't you come on down here and 
make fill a out statement. A, yeah, fill out a statement. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause that's how they get you. <laughs> Not normally, but hey, they'll take it any way they can. When, that's that's how cops operate. When they pull you over and stuff like that, they, they're they like, so, uh, you know why I pulled you over? It's like, is it because of the gun in my glove compartment? <laughs> <laughs> I was speeding. No, but thanks yeah, for telling me yeah, that. Yeah, I, but, I was pulling you over because your tail light. Yeah, the tail light out. It was like, but well, tell me more about this gun. Right. <laughs> oh, it's not registered in my name or anything. I found it. You know, found it. This guy sold it to me in the behind an alley. In, in, in an alley. I'm just holding it for a friend because he's afraid his wife's going to kill him. <laughs> this Italian guy across the way is like, he asked me if I do I speak Italian, and I do, and he's like, give me, hold this bag of guns, and I took one and put it in my glove compartment. That was a whoo, deep cut Godfather 2 joke. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't very good either. Uh, I got one more story. But uh, Tucson police jokingly investigate a white powdery substance after a storm. All right. Police officers in Arizona jokingly investigating investigated an unknown substance that descended upon the city, which has seen unusual snowfall in recent days. Quote, Tucson's never seen anything like this before, Tucson Police Sergeant Pete Dugan said in a video tweeted by the department. We've got lots of calls about a white powdery substance all over. Dugan and a fellow officer were seen examining the substance, snow of course, mm -hmm. and joked that the crime lab was investigating. <laughs> Quote, as soon as we find out what this is, we will let you know. Please don't go out into this, he warned. <laughs> <laughs> Said joking that the snow was burning his hands and gums. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't snow, man. That's that uh, UK chick's fucking uh, cocaine. Yeah, they shipped it over to Tucson. We were supposed to get brown sugar. <laughs> <clears throat> the, yeah, the state of Arizona has seen unusually high amounts of snowfall in areas uh, of in a state where it's known for its like 120 degree temperature. Right. <laughs> snow? What's this yeah. shit? They don't have salt budgets there. At the end of their video, the officers realized the snow was frozen water. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Before engaging in a what playful it, snow fight. What, snow. What, what, oh, it's just frozen. Oh, fuck oh. this. <laughs> this is Arizona. We're not familiar with this. This is just a waste of department resources. Well, it reminds me of like when I went to boot camp, because I went to boot camp uh, in uh, Gurney, Illinois, which is north of Chicago, and uh -huh. it was winter. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's uh, just starting to be winter. And people from all over the country. You know, you, we had guys from California, you know, New York, you know, all over the country. They all came to this one place to get trained. And some of these people had never seen snow before. Mm -hmm. Much less marched in a disciplined manner upon it. Oh. And it was funny because you could see all these northern guys marching just fine on the snow and ice and stuff like that. But these city boys, like from like uh, this guy, that dude that said hella all the time from San Diego. Huh. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> How the hell do you walk on this shit? There's a lot and all over the place. <laughs> and it was funny because um, it was chaos on the grinders. And the grinders are basically the parking lots of all the buildings. And when you go out, you stand out, get out in formation. And the process of sitting there, like watching all these divisions, because everyone comes out at the same time and everyone lines up and then you all march and stuff like that. And so um, as that, every, you're watching everybody come out, and there's always a, a few guys. In every division where that just can't handle walking on the snow. And they're whoop, whoop. And just knocking other people down in the formation, breaking formation. They're getting yelled at by their RDCs. You're getting yelled at by your RDCs because you're not supposed to be laughing at that kind of bullshit. <laughs> when it's clearly hilarious. Right. <laughs> and so um, 
that was that was a fun like it was like a week where it snowed like that in boot camp and it was a fun week because it was absolute chaos because there was a, a small like percentage like maybe 20 percent of every division that had no idea how to walk on snow and ice <laughs> and so anyone marching anywhere was a spectacle and it was we got we did so many push-ups because we were laughing so hard <laughs> i bet i bet man oh and you said it was at the beginning of winter so you lucked yeah. out and didn't have to put up yeah. with the cold uh, ass yeah, temperatures. When, uh, I was in school during the rest of the winter, and fuck Chicago in the winter. <laughs> and fuck Illinois in the winter. Yeah, it is so damn cold. Oh boy. So it's yeah, it's about seven o'clock. Um, what, what what's a Shock Monkey Radio is the name of the show. Oh, that's us. That's us. Oh. Hey, yeah. I like this show. This is a good show. I really uh. do think it's a good show. Um. Uh, thank you for listening. Check us out on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. Look for Shock Monkey, Shock Monkey Radio Redux. Are you sure it's us? You can't even say the name. It is us. Um, please go over to patreon.com uh, slash shockmonkeyradio and become a patron. You can see all like all the bonus content we have behind the paywall. That keeps us in business, and we really, really appreciate our patrons. Uh, happy birthday once again to, jo- to Jonathan. Um, Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love.